0: Oh, Paul, 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 Paul!
1: I'm negotiating over CED discs with an Amishman.
0: Shove the fingers up the butthole. Movie freaks. Stop pushing the button, I'm gonna... Mary prostate returns.
1: Movie freaks. A tale of erectile dysfunction.
0: I need a full boner on that one, I didn't get it. Movie freaks. So, hello and good- goodbye taboo parts 1,
1: 2 and 3. Well, I one of my packages came today, so I was running to the mailbox like, "Yeah, I hope it's my mic stand." And unless it's really little, I don't think it is.
0: Nah, <laughs> yeah, probably not. But I want to see what it is, damn it. Oh, how was the first first day on new job?
1: No, this is last day on old job. Oh. Was there celebrations, or was there gnashing of teeth? Oh, no, there was celebrations. Of course, of course, one of the very last emails I got that I was responsible for was for polls, pole replacements in Ashtabula County, which is... That you had to go to. The farthest place that I have to drive to, and so we have one little tiny line, and so I was emailing the company like, hey, is this line still ours, or is it sold, or... And they're like, no, I think it's still ours. And I was like, all right, I'll go check it. And they said, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll make one of the other guys do it. Like, yes. Nice. Didn't Did they know it. that today was your last day? Yeah, I had been talking to them about that, too. So. Check it out. Ah, nice. No Man's Land, Part 4. And this was the only one I was missing out of part, uh, out of five or six of them. This is the only graphic novel I was missing. Did you order that, like, or was that a Christmas present? Or what's the story yeah. there? Just uh, My mom gave me an Amazon gift
0: card. Oh, gotcha. Okay.
1: As requested, as yeah, she was. She doesn't. She doesn't like doing that. She likes to get you gifts, and she had got me this toaster thing. I had said something about, but then our toaster broke, so I went and got one anyway. And I forgot I mentioned it to her, and I didn't. Appliances as gifts.
0: Eh, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom gave me a, a like a compact tire inflator thing, uh, for bicycles and like emergencies for cars, and it's cool. And I, I yeah. But it's one of those things where I have a feeling it's going to sit in the garage and the battery will drain. And then when I need it, the battery will be dead. And then
1: I'll just, it'll it'll get thrown. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So eh, yeah, it's something, but I, yeah, I appreciate, you know, any, I don't want to build, you know, whatever. I I appreciate the thought that goes into certain gifts. And she always, she always tries to get me a movie because she knows that that's what I like. And then they are. So they don't I could get into all of that but I what's the no, point No. Yeah, what's that's... what's the point it just makes me angry but she did I think <laughs> she got me uh the uh the greatest showman uh, f- uh 4K disc. Oh nice. Which I, out of my entire list that's literally the only one that that my parents would probably feel feel remotely okay buying <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. And Joni, when I opened it Joni Lee Norman she's like I Texted your mom when it was on sale at Target. She's like, the, just as a you know, hey, this is this is on sale. Hint, because I mean, everything else was Django, Lucia Fulci, Zombie, <laughs> South Park season twenty two. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> yes, yes,
1: I do. I they got so tired of buying me movies that I just stopped with the lists and everything because they were just like, nah. Yeah, uh, but my dad got me some tools, and that was really nice. Was stuff that I
0: can use. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate that. So. Yeah, yeah. And my dad got me another pair of gloves, which they're they're nice gloves. And I'm like, huh? Didn't you get me gloves last year? And I'm like, I think I've got like four pairs of gloves from my dad. All very nice gloves. That it's 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 almost they're like they're really nice, and it's almost they're they're good for like outdoors work. Yeah, I don't work outdoors. Yeah, I I, I live in the suburbs. I mean, I live in the city. I. Well, I, when you're out there chopping down trees with your axe and stuff, you know, you can... You, I, I guess, I, but oh, they're sure warm. They're warm as hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just bought a case of them about 10 years ago, and he's like, well, Eugene's covered. Here you
0: go. Yep. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, there, and you know, a little Weaver Leather uh, money clip thing or whatever, and that, boy, Weaver Leather is a gift that just keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, 40th or 45th anniversary, whatever, I'm... Uh, all right, <laughs> so, and I mean, I like literally, I'm like, I think I, and I'm like, did he forget? Did I, did let I, me see it. Do you have it there? Can I see it? Oh, there. Like, oh yeah. I think that. He, <laughs> so here's the one that he got me.
1: I, you got a whole. Okay. Uh, turn it around. Is it so that you just put, is that where you put your
0: cards or is there a clip? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. So here's the interesting thing. This was from this year and this is what he got me last year. Uh The, <laughs> the same thing. <laughs>
1: Well, if you got an extra one, I throw it. I have two
0: of them. If you're interested, I've got, yeah, they're both 45th anniversary, so, uh, yeah. There you go. (laughs) I'll lob it in the bag next time we
1: trade stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I got one that I bought at a garage sale, and I love it. It's like the best one I've ever had, but it, it, the clip part is actually missing. Like, it's a... Uh, oh. You can put all your cards in on both sides, but then there's supposed to be a steel clip in this leather part, and it's just... That's what this thing... Yeah. yeah. these. wasn't yeah. there. Old
0: man stuff. I'm sure our oh, listeners great. like, wow, yeah. this is... Woo-hoo! Oh, boy. I thought it was going to be another boring
1: episode talking about movies, but finally we got into that riveting money clip segment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh, so... Fa- uh, so, um, New Year's. Uh, did, you, uh, did you actually make it to midnight, or did yep. you crash... Oh, you yeah. Did. We were partying it up, playing cards, and having a i I'm home. guessing with friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, the people that we do this with every year, but it's like uh my... How do I put this? My brother-in-law's sister's house and their friends, kind of. Okay. So we're friendly yeah. with them, but we hang out with
0: them like twice a year. Okay. Uh, I say friends in quotation marks because you have some. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we were at home by ourselves, and I was asleep by mm, May 1130, and that was because my wife forced me to stay awake. I was done by 11. After Black Mirror, I'm like, I'm drunk and done. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: it's it's like, um it's because of the kids, okay? Like, all our kids are right in the ballpark at the same age. So when we all get together, then our kids can go tear around and... We as adults can sit around and talk about how crazy our kids are. That's it. And I I don't know. I was celebrating because the end of my job was drawing near. And today was actually my very last day of that job. And I'm on vacay for... I talked to my boss and was like, So, I don't know how pressing my next role is, but I haven't had a vacation in three and a half years. Do you think I could take some time off? And he was like, Oh, God, yes. Please. Of course. How long do you nice. want? He's like, how long do you want? You don't even have to take vacation days if you don't want to. Sweet. I, I oh, that's like, awesome. I'm going to, I've got some saved up, so i you know, I still want to get paid, but yeah. uh, I'm going to be off until the 14th. I'm off all next week for, and, and now, Whew.
0: from now through all next week. Uh, and you I've have got I have to go actually, actually see each other in person and maybe watch a movie. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> boy, you pushing it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking of seeing something this week. I don't know, we, I, but I'll let you know uh, if I do get up to Canton. The problem is that now that they're, everybody's back from vacation, they change the show times again to mm-hmm. 1230, 1 o'clock, and it's like, I can't get back in time to get the kids by then.
0: So, Yep. yep. As soon as... Uh, that is one thing that I miss in Florida versus here in Florida. That was a vacation town, so... All shows all year long, all the time. There was at least a nine a.m. show, and like that's when they opened at nine or so. And there was, I loved that. I do too. Here you got summer, and you've got the holidays that they go to do something like that. Then otherwise, I mean, it's everybody's
1: freaking there when you go.
0: Yeah, so I went to that yep. ten
1: a.m. of Spider Verse, and there was about five seats left in the whole theater. Man, ten that's a.m. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, but yeah, I. Yeah, well, we'll get into that with Recently Watched. We've actually both been to the theater a little bit, haven't we? Yeah, yep. We'll see. I'll let you know if I
1: do any theater trips, though, but it might just be the 30 minutes away theater if I'm going by myself during the day. I understand. We'll see. We'll see. I got all next week. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Hey, did you see that,
0: that, uh, usually after the holidays, there's, they, they dump a, a cheapy horror movie out up upon the public. They do this every year. And this year is no exception. There's, a... Um, Oh, shit. I don't know what it looks like. A saw knockoff. It's PG-13. Have you heard of this? Escape room? Yes. Um, here's what's interesting about that. I was like, oh, this looks like another generic whatever. And I clicked on the director and I'm like, oh, that's the guy that did the uh, Deborah Logan movie that I ranted and raved about years ago on our show. And actually, uh, I reviewed it and I believe that we got a tweet back from the director. You remember that?
1: Yes. Wait, I'm trying to remember what Deborah Logan was. But was that the one with the crazy grandma in the cave at the end and the big mouth? Yes,
0: that's the one. Yes. Yeah. Did, I I thought I had it first. Did I have it first? Oh, did you? You may have, and but I just remember that we were both very thumbs up on that. And he had another movie too that I was like, oh, that one was pretty good too. So I'm actually I'm actually somewhat interested in this one now. And that's in theater. Yeah, that's a, almost like a cross between like Saw and Cube, maybe. Hmm. I've only so, seen the,
1: the ads, like, when they pop up in YouTube and shit. I'm like, I get out of here. Yeah. You know? So I'll, I'll yeah. actually watch the trailer then. Check it out. Yeah. I'm Eugene, by the way. By and the, I'm Eric. And, and that's our 10-minute bitch sesh. We're pretty happy yep. guys right now. Yeah. So, hey! hey.
0: You, we should be just at the drudges of humanity after the holidays and depression. But, hey, you're, you got yourself a new job. And I'm at home by myself for the next 15 minutes. So I'm happy as a... <laughs> fucking bumblebee
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well we're happy because our holidays are over and we can get back to our yes
0: oh I ecstatic oh as soon as New Year's is done I'm like oh thank Christ it's like Christmas stuff goes away and uh, I just family good we're done we're done <laughs> there there's my and that's like my very that's my uh, kind of underhanded bitch sesh there okay you're good I got gotcha.
1: you. yeah yeah, uh, and we've we've gone we've done our ten minutes, so it's time to oh. talk about movies now. Okay. Uh, you wanna go to the roulette?
0: Let's do it. It's time
1: to spin the wheel of the movie roulette where we dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And this week on the movie roulette. It is it say, hey, it's the new year. I should probably reset the segment a little bit. Or does oh, the yeah. intro do that enough, I guess? Maybe explain to people what we do? We pick out movies from the Netflix queues and Amazon feeds and whatever we have laying around, and it takes too much time to try and watch all this media and sift through and find the, you know, the good ones, so we force each other to watch them and then talk about them on the show and see if they're worth our time. We've been doing it for a long damn time, mm-hmm. and on this episode, it is Life of Brian up against Amityville. It's about time. I'm going to let you tell me about
0: Amityville first, sir. Okay. Amityville uh, from 1992. This is a direct-to-video movie. And I remember when this came out, I actually... There's a chance I was working at the Video Connection in Millersburg when this came out, and I believe we got it. But I I never watched it. So... Uh, I hear it popped up, and I'm like, oh, I remember that cover, and... Th- Tony Randall directed that he's the guy that made Hellraiser part 2 which I quite liked I, Hellraiser part 2 was a damn good movie and th- so as far as uh, Amity's series goes, I've watched the first three and which I enjoyed all of them especially the second one the possession is crazy which I've talked about that on the show already. this is uh, let me think here three four this is the fifth one. There's a TV movie before this. Uh, that's on Amazon Prime, and then there's one that's after that, which is called The Evil Escapes, and then there's one after this that is something, I don't know. Something, something dark side, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, Amityville 1992, it's about time, which is, I'm not sure if that's clever or just completely asinine that you call your movie Amityville 1992 because it was made in 1992. Uh, but, I, eh. have, I, I have this as the sixth entry. Oh really? Huh. So I'm Amityville
1: gonna... four, the evil escapes, Amityville Curse, then Amityville it's about time. Oh
0: okay, so Amityville Curse is okay, Amityville Curse is not on Amazon Prime. That's why I Yeah. Okay. Okay, anyway, so a uh, this dad brings home a clock from the Amityville house. Why? Doesn't matter. And um it's of course, it's a haunted clock. And in a very cool set up, the clock itself, like, with no one is seeing it, it, the clock actually embeds itself into their mantle, like, with this big screw or whatever, so it's like, it's, it's... Part of the house. It's part of the house, yeah. So from that point on, it, uh, it slowly starts fucking with the family, and the family starts getting possessed, and, uh, you know what? This is a good movie. I quite enjoyed this, actually. I liked the, uh, the practical effects. This is still early 90s, and so only the real big movies could have CGI, so thank God. So we get some good practical effects that work. The acting is total B-movie cheese, but in, but in a good way. This is still early enough in the 90s where it still has an, an 80s feel. They hadn't gone full flannel by, you know, 92, so there's still some of that, 80s feel going on that I love so much but it plays out pretty much exactly like you'd think it would uh, enough so that I'm actually going to watch The Evil Escapes which is the TV movie from the 80s I'm just wondering how that one there will because uh, that one there is the one that's right after I, I believe is that the one that's right after part 3 is that run that by me yeah, again Amityville Amityville 2 The
1: Possession Amityville 3D I yep. never saw that one Amityville Four: The Evil Escapes. Okay, that's the TV one.
0: So I'm looking forward to watching that one. And you know, these things are shot on film, and uh, it's they're. I mean, it's all silly and comical, but I'll tell you what, this was this was a thumbs up. I if if I would if sorry if you would have Amazon Prime, I would definitely definitely say you should check this out. You, it's a perfect drinking movie. It's funny and kind of gory here and there and it ends exactly like how you think it would kind of supernatural and yep thumbs up
1: i mean i'll be honest with you and you mentioned that about this uh, all these amityville movies i was like what amityville movies because you know my obsession with these long string series of horror movies i just have to finish them all and i'm not like hellraiser oh my god uh but (laughs) I'm not kidding, dude. I sincerely thought that there was only two Amityville movies, one and two, like, and then the remake. Yeah. I don't, I didn't 3D, Amityville 4, I didn't know any of them, so th- that's interesting, and I'll, I'll get around to checking these out at some point.
0: You know, and this one here, it wasn't, it was in high def, so it's obviously been somewhat remastered, so I can only, I'm assuming, that uh there's one of these niche label labels that has acquired the rights to these movies and I would not at all be surprised if these make their way to Blu-ray. It just it just seems like uh and I, I clicked on the that T V movie too, because I'm like, well that's a made-for-TV movie. I'm just curious because the quality was really good on uh It's About Time. I'm like, let's see what the quality is like on the T V movie. And I'm like, damn, that's like It shot on film, and it looks almost theatrical quality. It looks really, really good. So, someone, some company already did some sort of a remaster on these, so I would not be at all surprised if these pop up on some label.
1: And I'll buy them!
0: (laughs) Did you see any of the recent ones? Amityville, The Awakening in
1: 2017, and and the Amityville Murders in 2018?
0: No, but I have this strong hunch that they're probably fecal matter would be yeah. my my guess <laughs> but who knows uh, i don't know I... <laughs> <laughs> well
1: that's why everybody's talking about him is because they were so good <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there you go all right uh 1979 great great fantastic year in cinema and the history of the world life of brian born on the original christmas in the stable next door to jesus brian of nazareth spends his life being mistaken for a messiah Uh, I don't think I've ever seen this movie, but I do think I've seen parts of it here and there, uh, as happens when you're, if you're a fan of Monty Python, you know, you're going to bump into clips on the internet about certain things, or memes that people post related to this stuff. And this is a good movie, I give it a thumbs up. Is it the best thing they've ever done, or the favorite? No, I, you know, maybe it's just whatever Monty Python thing that you fall in love with first.
0: Yep, yep, I agree.
1: Was this your first? This was my first. Well, there, okay. It's and I adore two two. Life of Brian. It's really good. I, I don't have much to say negative about it other than the same things I have to say negative about other Monty Python movies that I've seen. Smidge too long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an hour and 34, but you're doing basically sketch comedy. Could yeah. have pulled it back a little bit. My favorite one of theirs is Holy Grail that I give a 10, and I will tell you, that movie's too long. You could still cut that movie back. <laughs> even when I didn't have kids and wasn't always rushed in my movie watching, even then I was like, there are a couple of parts for it. So yeah, right, mm-hmm. Let's go. But uh Holy Grail remains my favorite. I love that movie to death. And uh I mean, I, we first watched that in English lit class in high school. Wow. That's, that's where you. I first. Yeah. Amazing film. That, that movie just kills me. It, well, and because it, it has so many different kind of, it's a it's a journey movie, so they run into lots more crazy stuff, whereas Life of Brian is singularly focused about one topic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like the change up where now we're dealing with the Knights of Knee and now we're dealing with all these crazy sex crazed women in this, you know, it, it. And then there's a crazy rabbit that comes out and starts ripping people's heads off. You know, yeah. it, it's just, it's all over the place. I love that.
0: I love the animated alien crazy shit that happens towards the end where they blast off into outer space oh, and yeah. crash in Jerusalem and like, what? Yeah, that
1: was really funny. I remember but back... That, it was what? really funny, but it also kind of had that feel of, we don't know what the fuck to do here, so how about some aliens come yeah. and grab them and just take them for a little taxi ride and then spit them out again. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> like, okay, it was, it was funny and bizarro, but it wasn't... I don't know. I remember
0: uh, before I had ever even actually watched the movie, I was at a... I mean, I was inundated with conservative church stuff my whole upbringing and so at a young age I was in some some youth I, whatever and the uh the pastor was actually leading the group and his son who was a rebel um <laughs> he started talking about life of Brian and they got into it and you know and the, the dad was like I can't you know how can you support something that mocks Jesus and blah 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 and uh and this guy just kept on this kid was like uh, yeah but dickus bicus, and I'm like what dickus bickus and then I watched the movie I'm like that rules <laughs> but uh oh yeah and of course that conversation led to Rutgers being played backwards and anyway <laughs>
1: yeah yeah oh yeah yep. I've,
0: I've heard those those conversations yep. before oh, I didn't yeah. feel like
1: anything in life of Brian was too blasphemous no I mean, there's there maybe a thing or two but nothing I don't know I yeah. tend to go with the beginning of Holy Grail, where they're talking about God has a sense of humor. Okay?
0: Lighten up a little Mm -hmm. bit. And I don't disagree with that at all. Did you like the end of Always look on the bright side of life?
1: Yeah. I've only watched it once, you know? It's Monty (laughs) Python stuff you gotta watch like ten times
0: for it really to stick for me. Oh, I love that song. I mean, life's a piece of shit when you look at it. I'm like, yes, it is! It it is! (laughs) It
1: (laughs) is! Uh, it was funny. It was funny. Uh, okay, you ready for the next
0: round? Yes. Let's go there, sir. Okay, first up is Roma from Alfonso Caron. Now, normally I wouldn't throw something like this on the roulette your way, but I mean, I, it looks like it's black and white. Two hours and 15 minutes, however, the director, Alfonso Caron, and the fact that this is getting all sorts of, like, this is best movie of the year, best movie of the year, best movie of the year. I'm like, I... I should throw this onto the roulette. Uh the story that chronicles a year in the life of a middle-class family's maid in Mexico City in the early 1970s. It doesn't seem like something that I would really be into, but again, that director and all the accolades it's being given, I'm like, ah, one of us should probably watch that at some point, I think. So, totally whatever. understandable. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about it too. Yeah. Next up is one that we've already had on the roulette, Sad Hill on Earth. This is a documentary. From 2017, hour and 26 minutes, documentary following, film fans working to restore the set of the climactic graveyard scene from the iconic Spaghetti Western, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And I that's probably a fairly safe pick in my opinion. Um, 2036 or Origin Unknown is the last one here and that is um, f- uh, Brand New Movie 2018. In fact, is that the G- Katie Shakoff? Is she the... Was she in Battlestar Galactica? Yes, sir. Ah. And that is
1: from the director of the Beyond
0: 2017 that we both... Oh, no shit. Okay. Well, after a failed mission to Mars, AI is now used for the 2036 mission for a few human sur- uh, uh, supervisors. A monolith of unknown origin is found there. It will have a big effect on Earth. Shit, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Uh, Coming your way.
1: Bird Box. Five years after... Everyone's talking about this movie, too. Uh, Five years after an ominous unseen presence drives most of society to suicide, a survivor and her two children make a desperate bid to reach safety. Sondra Bullock, uh, Trevante Rhodes, John Malkovich, Sarah Paulson. 125 minutes. Hmm. You've been warned. I am vengeance. 93 minutes. After learning that an ex-military friend and his parents were killed... The highly trained John Gold comes to town seeking answers and revenge. And lastly, 2359, 78 minutes. When an army recruit is found dead, his fellow so- soldiers are forced to confront a terrifying secret that's haunting their jungle island training camp. And I, wanted, I wondered if that was haunting or hunting. Mm. It says haunting, but you know, you get typos in these things sometimes. It says haunting. Ted Chan, Stella Chung, uh, it might be subtitled, but 78 minutes long, so I figure, I, w- I wanted to give you one that's at least reasonable length.
0: Yeah. Okay. And there you go. That's a pretty good spread. Um, Because of all the hype, I, I have to check out this Bird Box movie. Yeah. In fact, it's getting hyped so much to where I'm like, mmm, we'll see, uh... I I mean literally, it's pissing me off how often it pops up on Facebook. Some I mean I'm a, I'm like I've liked so many different horror uh, sites or whatever on Facebook, and so like sometimes I'll almost start. There'll be trolls on there that'll start to you know Bird Box is best movie ever. Bird Box sucks. So, I've been
1: hearing kind of mixed on it. I've I've heard some good reviews and I've heard some people say eh, it's okay.
0: Yeah. Nope. But I've, I haven't heard, like, overwhelmingly positive. <marshmallow> yeah. So, uh, well, and Sandra Bullock, I imagine that, I mean, she's an, she's an A-list actress, so I would imagine that hopefully that will elevate things. We'll see. I don't know. And by the way, my wife is pulling in, so i got to close the door, and now I've got to cut the potty mouth, so fuck, 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 <laughs> all done. Now I'm done with my cussing. Great. I'm glad you
1: closed the door because the glass was making weird reflections and I kept having visions of that fake ghost kid, not ghost kid and three men and a baby or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, your door was just, just, let's just keep that closed. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Typically it is because the kids are out there and I don't want them to hear daddy swear, so. (laughs) I understand,
1: but it it was worse in your old office because the door was directly behind you and every now and then it would just start opening or closing. (laughs) Or our
0: our other house was totally, totally haunted. (laughs) I wish <laughs> it scared the
1: crap out of me. Yeah. I'm like, this is the. I mean, our Skype that calls have the making of a of a direct to Netflix movie for yeah. a very slim budget. Yeah.
0: that would be probably pretty good. Much better than Unfriended or whatever bullshit that was a couple years ago. <laughs> anyway, Unfriended
1: okay. three movie freaks. Okay, and for me, I'm I'm taking 2036 Origin Unknown. I, I really liked that movie, The Beyond, and I have been really looking forward to seeing this one. And it hit Netflix, so I was like, yay! Yeah, that was yay. it. Was that it? Was that for this year? Was that... What do you mean? Was the Beyond. What? The, the, yeah. We'll yeah. get to that in our next segment, okay. sir. So that's going to do it for the roulette. Uh, next week it will be 2036 Origin Unknown up against Bird Box. And... Delete and close file. Close roulette file. Okay, let's move on to our End of the year roulette roundup for 2018, and I'm not sure what what were your numbers. What did you come back with? I got a list of the 10 best, and then I have seven worst. I, I had a, I'm, I had I'm a pretty good year. Yeah, I'm
0: right there with you. And then I actually put on a couple of meh ones too, just that it's like uh, I want to just at least just kind of mention honorable them, mentions. Guess. Yeah, honorable mentions that they're like, nah, they're they're okay for roulettes. Well, let's start with that.
1: Let's do the honorable mentions, then we'll do the worst, then we'll finish with the best. Okay. So, go ahead. Honorable mentions. Okay, so should I just run through all of them, or should we go back and forth a little bit? Yeah, or? do whatever you want
0: to do. I just go go through your list, and I'll go through mine. Okay. So, for me, the uh, I have meh here, but again, they they range in meh quality. Some are meh minus, some are meh plus. You know, the, uh, for and for Roulette, a Mech Plus would be a pretty damn good movie. Mogwai is a kind of straight across the board Met. Witchcraft. Wait, what? Huh? Mogwai? What was that one? Huh, no. Mogwai, the jungle book, whatever. Mowgli. Mowgli, oh, shit. I was well, like, well, wait. But... Did I say. <laughs> the... Mogwai, huh? Gremlins? <laughs> it is Gremlins, isn't it? Oh, great. <laughs> Okay. Let's, uh, we'll do this again. I was okay. Like, I, don't, I don't remember that movie. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, Mogwai. Wow. Mowgli. Mowgli. I got Mowgli. it. Okay. Yeah. That's how, that's how much, that's how my brain retained this movie. Cause it's meh. But it was meh. It was okay. Uh, witchcraft. I actually, that almost made it to my best because I was surprised at how I did enjoy it, but it is a true piece of shit. Uh, it's but it's one of those watchable pieces of shit. Uh, the Lodgers was another one that almost made the best of uh, because of how well shot it was and the acting was pretty good. But it was it it almost got there. It should have been a little bit better than it was. Uh, the Devil and Father Amorth, which was the William Friedkin documentary about the real a real uh, exorcism, it was good. But I I. I had to think a little bit about my review on this one. I'm like, you know, I kind of remember that they it needed to be either longer or way shorter because the length of runtime that it was was just kind of this flaccid in the middle, like semi erect storyline. I'm like, come on, and you piss or get off the off the pot, but eh, eh. Uh, <laughs> either either go away or get hard. Yes, exactly, exactly. And it it just didn't quite just flopped around there. Yep. <laughs> It didn't. I need a full boner on that one. I didn't get it. Uh, Evolution. <laughs> Evolution. You remember, um, I kind of remember Evolution as being the Tilda the Tilda Swinton movie. Remember, it's just a whole bunch of yes. Tilda Swinton ladies yes. and then Starfish? That review, yeah. Yes. And I, I, it's another one where I'm like, you know, I appreciated what that was, but it was so, it's so artsy weird that I couldn't go full on positive thumbs up. Uh, Before I Wake was, I think that's the Mike Flanagan movie. Like, I think that may have been one of his first movies. And it felt like an early movie of, like, he wasn't quite as polished. It was still good. Thomas Jane, I believe, is in that one. But it was a good roulette, not great. So, it mech plus. You're right on all fronts. Okay. Bullethead is, I think that's John Malkovich and uh, the Culkin brother and uh, the, the... Predator guy that falls out of the airplane. What I forget his name. Uh, Adrian Brody? Adrian Brody, yeah. I liked that one. If that's the one, I believe that that was... What pretty...
1: year is this?
0: Oh, it's another one of those that pops up on Netflix. 2017, I would imagine, or 18. There Adrian are... Brody, Antonio Banderas. Whoa, Antonio Banderas. What's... Wait a minute. Whoa. Uh, uh,
1: I'm looking at Adrian Brody, John Malkovich, and Antonio some, uh,
0: Banderas. Oh, yes, okay. Uh, Antonio Banderas is the... Uh, Yeah, he's, he's not in it that much, but that's the movie I'm thinking of. Yeah, pretty, it was decent. And then last is, uh, the documentary Born Strong, which that one actually would go on to, that was, that was solid, but it's a bit forgettable. I mean, it's just a strongman competition, and I remember the last, like, 30 minutes of the movie. That's exactly what it felt. I'm like, I feel like I'm watching ESPN. I'm like, I feel like I'm actually watching their strongman competition stuff, which was really interesting, but, it, it, meh, it was a bit, As while it was very entertaining, while I was watching it, it was a bit forgettable. I gotcha. And that, those are my meh. Oh, okay.
1: <clears throat> Honorable mentions for me, I have, and, and honestly, I went through, you know, the years list, and I pulled out the ones that were rem- remarkable, and I realized, boy, for the thumbs up ones, I kind of got more than ten, so I wanted to get it down to ten. So that's why these just kind of were like 11, 12, 13, 14, so. Uh, Game Over Man. Do you remember that? It was a comedy about these video game developers. Yes. Yeah. It was quite R-rated and, and gory, but you know, am I gonna watch it every couple years? I don't know. I'll watch it again, probably at some point. I think you should. I think you get a kick out of it. Uh, another comedy, Legacy of a Whitetail Deer Hunter. I, mm. from the people that made Observe and Report, I quite enjoyed that one for what it was. Uh, you would really like that one too. If your father is a hunter, and you are not <laughs> uh-huh. I think you'd enjoy that movie. That was that was funny stuff. And lastly, Mary and the Witch's Flower. And I was struggling to remember how I reviewed that movie. No, I you were meh. I was on kind, that of, one. kind of meh on that one because of the way the story went. But I thought it deserved a spot because of the uh crazy amount of work that goes into an animated film to look like this. Like the animation was beautiful and Really, the story, you know, the second half of the story maybe just didn't appeal to me, but, you know, it it wasn't like a flagrant, this is shit kind of yeah. thing. It was just not for me. So I included it on this list.
0: Uh, why don't you run me down your worst ofs? Okay, I might even break it up, like do half of it, then back to you, then back whatever, because I might need a little breather after I have the venom that I'm going to spew. Um <laughs> Uh, Already, literally, I made. I I, I went through the the spreadsheet that you sent me yesterday. I went through it and immediately, like, I'm like, oh, well, I don't remember these, so I went into IMDb. I'm like, oh, that that garbage. Half my list, dude. Half my list, I had to look up. Already, I'm looking at the worst. I'm like, no wait, what is that? Debt collector. I'm like, I looked it up yesterday. I can't even remember what that is as of. So let's see here. Debt collector. I obviously sucked. Oh, that was a Scott Atkins thing. Oh, 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 poor Scott Atkins. Yeah, that was, that felt like a, oh, just god-awful trying to be funny and not, and come on, Scott Atkins, you're better than that. Uh, Into the Forest, I think that that was, I screamed My Bloody Head Off, uh awfully in the Halloween Rob Zombie movies, a Scout Taylor Compton. Oh, oh, I remember, oh. I watched part of that movie. Oh, and much like, much like Scott Atkins in Debt Collector, I literally felt bad for her in this because I remember when I watched it, I'm like, oh, she's doing a topless scene and I'm like, you're taking your top off for this shit? I'm like, good God. I mean, oh, oh, oh. awful. Um, now these aren't, the, like, there's like, there's one that is like the worst of the year. So these are, These are like one, nothing's higher than a one, I believe. Uh, Brave New Jersey, I remember really, really, really hating that. That's the War of the Worlds, there's a broadcast of War of the Worlds in this town of dumbass hicks or whatever, they all think it's real, and the one guy from Arrested Development's on there, he's the cop, oh, it's not funny and dumb and... Uh, just, it's, I get the point of it, that it's a paranoia thing, but I was annoyed with every single character in that movie, so that was a big thumbs down. Um, now the rest are just, just garbage. Oh, just the pits of hell. Romina, what's, oh, that's the, <laughs> Romina is the Mexican-based slasher movie where it felt like the director just hit record, or let's record. Now, you guys just, do stuff in the woods and be obnoxious. And there was one set piece which was pretty much all in the trailer with the camera kind of following the carnage or whatever. And that was like the money shot. But otherwise, it, the, all the rest of it was unwatchable, unwatchable trash to me. Uh, so let's see. That's one, two, three, four. I'll do one more. Um, ghost House. What the hell's Ghost House? Oh, it's with a title like that it's got to be a... <laughs> uh, Ghost House um, again I literally forgot about uh, hold on here Ghost House is uh, young couple go on an adventurous vacation to... oh wait a minute no that's <laughs> that's the Scout Taylor Compton movie Ghost House <laughs> what's into the forest then okay what's oh into the forest is the oh that's the is that the Suicide Forest? No, oh, no, 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 no. That's the one that—that's with Ellen Page. Ugh. Her pregnant daughter, her pregnant sister that gets raped and picking berries. Remember that one? Yes, yes. Women empowering and. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's my half. So Ghost House <laughs> was the Scout okay. Taylor crap.
1: <laughs> okay, hang on one second. I just got a voicemail and I listen to it from my old job. He always sends me emails about this stuff, but he decided to call me this time, and he's like, I need information on A7547985, like, dude, <laughs> you send me emails so I can copy the thing, and
0: whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, back to you. Now I only did half of them. How many do you have left on your worst of? Uh, one, two, three,
1: four, five. Pretty oh, I'll go through you, those pretty quick. You poor bastard. Okay, oh, uh, I'm going to do till my top three. Okay. Uh, number seven for me is Mute. And on the fence of even putting this one on, but I did not enjoy it. This was from uh, director... Uh, shit. David Bowie's son. Duncan Jones. Oh, the Amish guy movie. Yes. And it was... If you grew up around the Amish, it just, there were there were certain eye-rolling things in there. Just like any time Amish are portrayed in cinema, it's just like that's not right. And I don't mean that in a good or bad way. I just mean like that's not accurate. Yeah. You could get it right, it would be more interesting. And I know it's a future movie and it's a take off the whole, you know, Amish thing that he had, because of his time, he went to Worcester for college. So he was around the, around the Amish. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, okay. That's not, that's not enough to really understand it. So that was a math for me. I just didn't care for it. Number six was the lobster. And I know a lot of people are going to hate that pick because everybody loves a lot of people love that movie and I get it and it's high art and everything. It just me personally was not for me. I still consider both those movies pretty well made. They just, I just did not care for them. Uh, number five, How It Ends. I just reviewed like two weeks mm-hmm. ago. Go visit that episode. I feel like I vented pretty good on that oh, one. You that did. one was really frustrating because most of it was okay and I was in for the ride until that t- ridiculous twist at the third act that s- just, just roller coaster off the tracks at the top of the mountain into oblivion. No, thank you. Number four. Incoming. Do you remember me talking about incoming? I no. Starring I've never heard of it. Got Atkins. Oh, from the International Space Station. Oh, that one. Up in yes, space. That that was a big pile of suck.
0: And I got three left. So back to you. Okay, um, and now it gets really hard to determine which is the worst of the worst, but Red Christmas, another one that I had no recollection of watching, but it was on the list, so I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, that's the one that Dee Wallace was in. I'm like, which, why? Uh, I, it was awful. All I remember is the act of, like, every single character other than her was atrocious. Like, who writes, n- no characters, no people, people don't act like that, like, there's asshole people in the world, but people don't act like this. This is not real. It's, it was terrible. Terrible. Um, I mean, the rest of the movies are so bad that I'm even like, like, all of them should be the worst movie of the year for me. Cam, like, I mean, that should be the worst. I, I've hated that movie. I reviewed that a couple weeks ago. It's, it's, I'm not the right person for that movie, but regardless, I, I hated the, Characters in it, I hated everything about that movie. Um, good God, which one is going to be the worst? I mean, because I got some shit here. Oh, I, uh, I narrowed my shit down. It wasn't too yeah. hard to get a top three. Because literally, the rest of these are all zero stars. Like, ze- I gave them zero stars.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I don't know if any. Well, yeah, I don't know if either one, or any of mine are zero, but they are
0: real damn low. Uh, um. Uh, uh, okay. Tremor six. That was zero stars. I. I hated. I. Hated Hated that movie, and I remember that one well. I'm like, there's not one; it's it's fake looking, just shot in HD, bad CGI. Everything about that movie was god awful, terrible. And then right behind that is Day of the Dead: Bloodline, which is zero stars. I know that you probably liked it maybe slightly more than I did, but I loathed that movie. Awful effects, awful acting. It was a trying to shit on the original George A. Romero original. I hated it. Um, I wouldn't go to bat for it, but it wasn't a zero out of 10 for me. You know, I just, I made me angry. So I'm like, I'm not awarding you even a half star. Um, <laughs> ooh, we got to get all the hate out so we can get to the love. I know. I know. <laughs> and now it's down between, it's between these two. Uh, I guess Corbin Nash would be the second to worst. I mean, good God, that movie was terrible. Oh, that is, that is an endurance test. I dare anybody to try to sit through that. It it's so, it's so bad. It's so bad, so so bad. Okay, the number one worst movie of the year for me. Now this is an older movie and one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my entire life. Uh,
1: can I guess? Can I guess?
0: Yes. Uh, blood blood sucking grandmas or whatever. Oh, close. B- uh, Flesh eating mothers. There we go. There we yes. go. Yes. <laughs> yep. That is required viewing in hell for all eternity. Uh, that's just play that on a loop. For the next billion years, and you could tell. <laughs> oh, that movie! It was so bad. I was so angry. I was, I was furious. And that was like within the first five or ten minutes. I'm like, oh no, Eugene, no, no. And it, it was the nightmare that never ended. And that's my worst of the year. Okay. Oh, just yeah, I oh. sat through some crap, and there was other ones that I'm like, that should be on the worst of, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta whittle it down. <laughs> Uh, okay,
1: number three worst of for me, and I'm sure you'll agree, The Titan, uh, with Sam Worthington and uh, <laughs> other people. Yes. It was too bad, because most of the movie was going along fine, little sci-fi mm-hmm. ideas, and then the third act just, again, train wreck. Yep. Uh, number two was Hunger Ford. and the only reason I just didn't, didn't get the number one spot is because I felt bad because this was clearly a low-budget affair, and they were trying... It just, you know, when I get to the third act, and you 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 are going to rescue the people, and they're wrapped up in Halloween webbing that you buy at a Kmart. Mm, that <laughs> one, <laughs> like, yeah. now, eh? You could have dirtied that up a little bit or something. I mean, it was yikes, but without a doubt, this was was pretty easy to hand out for this year. This it, this this was getting close to some of the epic ones, like that apartment whatever thirteen oh whatever, and um. The Chosen. This was mm. flirting with that. 2307 Winter's Dream.
0: Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> I remember oh, that one. Oh I... my good God. This... That was one I sat through I think 10 or 15 minutes and I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> it did not improve. It got worse.
1: <sighs> there was no Winter's Dream. It. Um... Oh, God, I hated this movie so bad. Ah, uh, and it was just a grueling hour and forty-one minutes. It was, oh, even if, you know you're in trouble when you go to the poster, and it's somebody holding up trinoculars. They're not binoculars. They're like this, but there's one in the middle, so there's three because you have an eye in the middle of your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> just it's futuristic. That's Indeed. stupid, is what it is. So, no thank you on that. Okay, let's go to our best of and end this segment on a high note. Okay. Uh, let's just go back and forth. Okay. Uh, you had 10, you said?
0: Yes. Okay. Okay, first up is I Remember You. And I think this is a Bork Bork movie. This is a really, really good uh, movie. In fact, I, yeah, this is a Bork Bork movie. Uh, man, that was a damn good movie. Just a, My God, there's a lot of vowels in there. Yeah, there is. It's Icelandic, Um, but it's a murder mystery that's unnerving. It's depressing, but it's extremely well made and a gem for sure.
1: Cool. I'll have to add that back in. I don't know if I did. That was a good movie. Okay. Number 10 for me, I cheated in a bit uh, of a fashion. I I found, you know, the way that I throw you horror movies, you'll throw me sci-fi ones as much as you can. And I tend to take them. And there were some that were awful and there were some that were good. And so number 10 spot for me is movies that I labeled as long Black Mirror episodes. Mm. So here are the movies that this year I felt would have fit right at home in the Black Mirror universe. The Vault, Infinity Chamber, uh, Radius, Revolt, Anon, Orbiter 9, Tau, Extinction, the Beyond from 2017, which I'll be watching uh, his follow-up here this week, and Battle Drone. All those were i entertaining little movies that, you know, it's not like home runs or anything or nothing to freak out and do backflips about, but I was like, oh, cool little sci-fi movie.
0: Number nine. Number nine for me is Super Dark Times, and that is the set in the, oh, well, let's see here. You remember this one? I don't believe that you watched it, Super but... Dark uh, times. Very good movie. It's kind of a, it's a murder mystery kind of stand by me esque. And I, I, is it set in the early nineties? Maybe I remember. Yeah. Early nineties, but really good. Really, really well made movie. My only complaint that I remember from it was it set itself up so well at a very leisurely pace and tightening the screws. And then towards the end, they, they ratcheted it up too much. Like it, they wrapped things up too much. It needed a little bit more time to breathe, but regardless of that, it was extremely well acted, very, very well made, uh, highly, highly recommended uh, movie there. That was a good movie.
1: Cool. Number nine for me is Bleach. This was the adaptation of the anime. Mm. And uh, I mean, to revisit my review again, probably a little too long. And I, but it just, it did a real good job of capturing that first season of the, of the show and I quite enjoyed it. If you're a fan of the show, I think you'd at least be entertained. I, I doubt you'd be, again, doing cartwheels down the halls or anything, but it was pretty cool. Number cool. eight.
0: Number eight for me is The Endless. And uh, this is kind of sort of science fiction. And Unfortunately, this is one that you kind of have to watch their... the first one, the, the prequel. I've almost
1: hit play on this one a couple of times, but I gotta...
0: I, want to see the first thing first and it's yeah. not on Netflix. Resolution. It's, it's uh they play very well together. It is, it's low budget, but it's low budget, written very, very good. It feels like a movie that I think that you would really appreciate just because I, you know, you really liked, um, oh, I keep forgetting the name of that, that time travel movie that, Primo. It's, and it's oh. not like that, but it's, it's just, it's, they, they utilize certain with the budget constraints that they have, it's, it's done really well, if that makes sense. I gotcha. So good movie.
1: Uh, okay. Number eight for me is only the brave. This Mm -hmm. was the firefighters out in, uh, fighting wildfires and shit. Uh, it was shot quite well. This is another Joseph Kaczynski movie. He is, he hasn't let me down yet. And this movie was, I I mean, I dropped it a little bit because how often am I going to go watch this movie? Not very often. But it was very well made. The writing was excellent. The character development along their individual arcs was all really well done. All the way up to the, the ending, which was just... Oh, what an ending. Wow. I'm not going to give anything away, but... Didn't yeah. see that
0: coming. Number seven. Number seven is Caliber. This is the uh, the movie with the two guys go... Uh, out hunting and uh, a very 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 traumatic thing happens in the woods and then they kind they end up trying to cover their tracks as the screws tighten more and more on these two guys and it's it's very well acted very well made and it 's not a horror movie, but it 's just it 's a really 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 good thriller and I think, is this a British movie or it's a UK yeah country, UK, but highly recommended. That was, that was an easy best of for me there.
1: And I just talked about this one in October, so I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it, but the collection that that gets my number seven spot. It's the sequel to the collector, Mm. quite an entertaining movie again in that saw universe, I guess with booby traps and all that jazz, but it doesn't hold back on the gore at all. And I just love the different directions that it went, especially in the third act. Thumbs
0: up. Good, and of course that uh, short runtime helps too. I think it's just there's never a dull moment. Yep. Okay, number six for me is the Christmas Chronicles. This is with uh, Kurt Russell as Santa Claus, and I just I had a blast with this movie. In fact, my wife liked it so much that she watched it uh, for a second time by herself while I was watching God knows what in the basement. But she she liked Tabo-ish. it so much, yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good chance. Um, <laughs> it was it just feel good, fun, funny. Uh, it got a bit schmaltzy, but it's a Christmas movie, so I was I was okay with it. It just I rolled with it, and I had a very good time watching it. So,
1: uh, number six for me is Hostiles. Do you remember this one? This is the western? Yes, I still need to watch that. Scott Shepherd, Rosamund Pike, and da, 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 Batman, Christian Bale. Very good movie. The only reason I've knocked it down a little bit is because it's not the happy-go-lucky, feel-good time of the year or anything like that, but totally enjoyable, very well-made, some really cool scenes in that movie, and it has a sense of honor about it that I really, really enjoy. Eh, which probably didn't exist at the time, for real.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, number five for me is uh, May the Devil Take You, and this is from Timo... Tajanto, it's Indonesian. This is kind of the Indonesian uh, take on Evil Dead and uh, the Grudge, and it, it worked. It, yes, it's not the most original movie, but it's got some good scary parts, some really good gory parts, and even at an hour and fifty minutes, which it is a bit too long, it's still very well made, and I, I was thoroughly impressed with. It. it was a great October horror movie. I was I was very impressed with that movie. Good movie.
1: Number five for me, we're on five, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, April and the Extraordinary World. Mm-hmm. This was one that I had some roller coaster up and down with while I was watching it because I didn't know the whole story or where it was going or what to expect. And sometimes my expectations can affect my viewing. But in, when it was all said and done, quite enjoyed this movie. And I think you should check it out sometime.
0: Cool. Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> I told him they to get one chance. Okay, I'm going to kick him upstairs. Hang on
0: here we go should also just mention here that eric's got a frog shirt on and i'm not sure what the context of that frog is it might be a futurama shirt or maybe it's a i don't know the eyes are pretty bulgy so i'm wondering if it's something about acid maybe or i'm really trying to figure out what the heck the green frog shirt deal is it's Oh, I just saw a glimpse of it. It's hmm. It might even be maybe a like a movie shirt from the 1970 early 70s frogs movie, maybe? Cuz I think that Eric really likes that movie. Um, I don't know.
1: Now I'm just waiting for the dogs to start fighting cuz no. now, now they don't mm-hmm. have the kids to antagonize, so Bork bork bork. Yes. Yeah. It's probably what's next. Uh, okay, where are we at? You
0: number 4 for you. Uh, Four for me is The Veil. Yeah, and, all right. And, yep. Oh, this was this almost made it a little bit higher, because I'm like, oh, damn, that was a good movie. I remember when I reviewed the movie that uh, when it was done, I'm like, I actually think that I, you recommended it to me, and I actually think I liked it more than you did even, because I'm like, that was right well, up my alley. No, I think oh. we were right on the same page. Okay. I just didn't want to oversell it to you. Okay, I wanted gotcha. you to
1: go in a little bit low.
0: Oh, man, that was good. I'm, that's actually one that I'm planning on rewatching watching here uh, when I get caught up on all of my Christmas Blu-ray purchases because I'm like, oh, Jessica Alba was good in that. Thomas Jane was great in that. It creepy. creepy. Big thumbs up. That was a good movie. I agree.
1: Uh, number four for me is Ethan Hawke in 24 Hours to Live. Remember that one? No, oh, I still need to watch that. You need to get around to watching that one. This one could have almost qualified for the Black Mirror episode category. Mm. But I enjoyed that movie so much, and it was so fast-paced that it was just like, bam, 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 bam and just, it just hit the ground running and didn't let up, and most importantly, it had a great ending. I was so happy the way that movie ended, because I probably said this in the review, they could have gone dark, and that would have been the easy path in this situation, to look edgy, but mm-hmm. they went a different way, and I really appreciated that, because that's not the easy out. I like that quite a bit.
0: Cool. Okay. So number three, now it gets really difficult for me, but um, I, and I have, I've actually watched this movie two times now since, or well, once since my roulette, and that was Mausoleum, 1983. This is the...
1: You I, watched ooh, it again?
0: Yeah, the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray, which is the full uncut version, and it looks it looks fantastic. But that that is a cool early 80s movie. That's going to be on your pile for October next year, because it is... It is lunacy in the best way possible. It's it's hilarious and great and gory and I I loved it. It was that's my type of movie from the eighties, right there.
1: Well, I was holding the CED disc of it mm. last week. I tried to get uh I tried to put in a bid on that guy and he was like, Nope. And his counter bid was laughable. So I said, yeah. Bye, bye, I'll see you in I'll see you in six months. I'll come back mm-hmm. and do the same thing again. Tell you Finally give it up. Yep. Damn That Amishman. would be awesome
0: if you'd get that.
1: I'm negotiating over CED discs with an Amishman. I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> explaining new technology to... It just... No, it's not working. Uh, number three for me is... Bum-bum-bum. Terrifier. Nice! Oh, that makes me happy. Hey, I... The, the top three. This one was in the top three and it was strong. Where am I going to put this? But the thing is... It's... It is very effective, but it is so fucking mean that <sighs> I, I had to bring it down just a smidge. And because I appreciated some of the more direct filmmaking techniques of my other two a little bit more, whereas mm-hmm. this one, it, 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 it I don't say that, I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean, like, I'm not whisked away into a movie when it's they're walking the streets of purgatory and terrifier. You know what I mean? There's nobody on the streets. Yeah. You can tell it's a set. You can tell they're in a building. They're in a set or they're budget. And that's fine. It's just the other two. I could see myself maybe not revisiting as often, but I, I give the score a little bit more of a bump because they're more cinematic, I guess is the best way to put it.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Number two, here's where it got... I mean, again, all, the top five, it was hard. I was like juggling around like, what's... I'm like, I know what number one is. Um, and then I'm like, oh, but number two could almost be number one. But number two is, for me, 2009's The Box. This is oh. the Richard Kelly movie. Yeah, this dude, this was a great movie. I've totally turned around on that one. That was huge thumbs up. Uh, it, I think that that is a misunderstood... Uh, just, I don't want to say forgotten, but just a a gem that I think that will stand the test of time, just because of the time that the movie is set in and the weirdness. It, I can't. I can't wait to watch it again. It's that a fantastic movie. Do you think you uh, your wife would come around on that one? She might. Yeah. She, I mean, she could easily sit through this thing, but she, I would have to explain. I think what's going on. Um, yeah. At least my interpretation of it, which I, that's what I love about this movie is that there's multiple interpretations of it. And I remember I... I hey, that's I not a those. negative on your
1: wife. That's... that's yeah. uh, uh, The only way I've got anybody to like this movie is by explaining shit. Yeah. And yeah. I said the
0: same I, thing. I said in 20 years, people are going to call this movie a masterpiece. Yeah, it's a... Man, that's a big thumbs up. And of, of all of his movies, and I've only seen... I've only seen a couple of them. Uh, I think that this is his best. I actually like this probably better than Donnie Darko and definitely better than... Uh, the South uh, Southland Tales. Mm-hmm. So, but, yep, that was a good movie. Very good movie. I obviously agree.
1: And number two for me is Message from the King, starring Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, Luke Evans. This movie just, it was a cool revenge flick for the majority of it, and then towards the very end, something happened that I just did not see coming at all, and completely changed the entire scope of the film for me. And I've, since I've watched it, I've thrown it to you on the roulette at mm-hmm. least four or five times. And I'm just going to, it's going to stay on my roulette list until you watch it one day. And I will. <laughs> I, you That's will. That's not one for the wife, correct? No, I remember it being fairly, not gory, but like, it was bloody, bloody and R-rated, eh, not probably not. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, okay. Good movie. Yeah, I, I really
0: want to see that movie. i am It's in, it's in the queue. Just... I've got so many movies. Oh yep, me too. Okay, number one for me is and like I'm like as soon as I saw the list, I'm like, well, that one. Uh, That is the Ritual from David Bruckner. Yeah, Yeah. I I remember you actually texted me and you were like, you lucky bastard, (laughs) because it was a roulette and you were watching it and you were like, this is great and it is great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, I mean that would. There's a good chance that would be my my like best of 2018, but I can't put it on this list because this is just roulettes yeah, that I had.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I think that this would actually end up. In fact, I wanted to bring that up. Are we going to do a top ten of the year? We always do around Oscar time. Okay, you ask because me this question
1: every year at the end of the year that, <laughs> yep. uh, around Oscar time we try and get Steven on, and that, then we usually do our top. That gives us a couple yeah. more months to. Uh, try and watch some more of those 2018 releases. Yeah,
0: because I actually think that The Ritual would make, as of right now, I think that it would make the top 10 because it's it's scary, it's well-made, well-acted. Uh, the creature is awesome. It's, it's not a spoon-fed type movie. It just, it really, really works. I thoroughly enjoyed it. That was a good, net, great Netflix movie.
1: Yeah, okay, that was your number one. Okay,
0: yeah. number one for me is... Again, this,
1: this was fairly easy. I kind of had to think a little bit about between Message for the King and this one, but uh, in the end, I, I went with this one. Uh, just because Message from the King, it's a revenge movie, so, like, a guy is getting revenge for his sister, and so it's kind of sad. Whereas this one, it's a little more, you're like an outsider on this, uh, discovery
0: story. Wind River, with Jeremy Renner, and... Oh, oh, yeah. No, that would, that would have been my, my, well, number one or number two. Yeah, it's right there. But it was just, I enjoyed the shit. Man,
1: I'll tell you what, too. This thing got trashed by my friends online. They did not like this movie. They just thought it was by far the worst thing that Jeremy Solner has made. And I was like, I don't think so. I, I quite enjoyed it. That ending was crazy. Yeah. And and it felt good because like the good guys kind of won. I know that's supposed to always generally happen in the movies, but in this one I I mean they won, but there I mean there were v- victims and casualties along the way and it, it just it was a story where I wanted justice, damn it, and I kind of felt like we got it. Yeah, there
0: was a great shootout in that movie, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I liked that. That was man, that was good. Cool. That was like one of the last movies from the Weinstein Company. Oof. Yeah. Okay. I don't
1: know where to go from there. I'm, uh, yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Way to derail the, yep. the movie train. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was trying to kind of hustle through there because we got some other things to discuss and recently watch that might take some time. And we've already discussed all of these movies throughout the year. We just thought we'd like to let, you know, as usual, like to let everyone know where we came out on our roulettes. And I actually, looking over my list, I was like, you know, I actually had a pretty good year. I didn't have that really, really awful The Chosen or that one ghost mm-hmm. movie with the teenagers and the... Oh, God. Uh, ones that uh, we we try, or at least I try to take the stance of what Mr. Smith says, is uh, praise the light, don't curse the darkness. And uh, we don't always enjoy shitting on a movie unless it really, really deserves it. yeah so uh, it's good you know our top 10 lists some of those are movies that you just don't hear people talking about and even in the movie freak sphere that is the internet where you and I are daily there I just don't see a lot of people talking about a lot of these movies and hey if you're a movie freak out there hopefully we slimmed down your Netflix queue and found some gems for you to watch and ones to avoid (laughs) yeah yeah god help us uh, okay, let's move on to Recently Watched, and you get to go first, sir. Okay. What do you want to talk about?
0: <clears throat> oh, boy. Well, I want to try and, I mean, I'm going to, I've watched so many movies since our last official, like, reviews segment, um, so we're not going to have too much time, so I'm going to just, I'm going to get a couple of the theatrical movies out of the way. Uh, and then maybe next episode we can do a, maybe a little bit longer review episode. We need a, we need a, next episode
1: should be a review episode Sec, starting at seg, second segment and lightning round. We need a lightning round because i motherfucker, I got VHS coming out my ass.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've I, I've got so many movies that I need to just wipe out of my my movie freak's notes here and just off of my brain. So, I'm ready for that. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to focus on the theatrical ones and if I have any time for one of my cesspool movies, then great. Uh, <laughs> uh, first up is Bumblebee. And I, I think that I had hinted that I was going to see it on our last, uh, before our audio commentary one. I think that I had hinted that I was going to see it. I did, and it did not disappoint even in the slightest. I had a shit eating grin the whole way through. Travis Knight directed it, and he directed, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, Paranorman. Did he do Paranorman? No, no, no. He, uh, he helped with the animation on that. Anyway, uh, you can definitely tell this is not a, this is not a Michael Bay movie. Now, I like, a lot of Michael Bay's movies, uh, some, not so much. And I, I like that they took the transformers movies in a different direction with this. It's still in that Michael Bay universe, but it's not as wonky weird as so many of the other transformers movies where it's a straightforward plot. It's, it's like shaved way down to where there's a couple transformers and Bumblebee is awesome in it. The music is great because it's set in the eighties. Our hero, uh, Haley Seinfeld, uh, she's really good, and John Cena is really good. It, he's kind of cheesy, but it, not kind. He is cheesy in it, but in a in a good way. the The humor works. It's just a really, really well made movie, and there's a there's a reason why this movie is like ninety plus some percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety three. It's a great movie. Ninety three. Wow, it's a great movie. Uh, Can you believe that
1: a uh, uh, Transformers movie is certified fresh on RT? Yeah,
0: and it's like part what, part six or seven of, or it's the sixth, sixth yeah. or seventh one. Uh, that's very impressive. I hope that it does good enough to warrant another one of these. Because man, I had a great time. It's at
1: 157 million on 135 million budget. That's worldwide. Ooh. Mm. Not not great, but it also no. came out the same week as Aquaman and uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins and Spider Verse is eating yeah. up the th- theater
0: too. I know, I know, but I, I, there's there's no way that you're not going to like that movie. they just it's dude. I've defended all the Bay ones. Of course, I'm going to yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, very very good movie. I'm uh, that's one that I'm looking forward to re- actually rewatching uh, of all of them. I'm having a hard time remembering why it was pg-13 there's like literally like a couple of i'm not barely even considered i mean they say damn once i think maybe shit once maybe but i'm like it's and it's pg-13 i guess it's kind of intense but like my eight-year-old he's probably not quite well i would i'd let him but uh anyway yeah i can't wait to watch a movie like this with my kids when they're yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. there. We, we, we did about
1: 20 minutes of Ant-Man Part 2 last night, and nah, not Maybe. yet. But yeah, uh, are you done with your first round? Yes. I can do, yep. okay, I'll do my, my theater trip. I did take my boys to see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, because I said, you know what? My options today are take them to the babysitter, because they were off of school, or just I only had one thing to do for work. They can go with me. We're right by the theater. So, we went, and it was 10 o'clock on a Thursday, 10 a.m. on a Thursday, and I got the last three seats that were together, which were all the way to the left, and, I mean, this thing was four or five seats from sold out on a Thursday after it been out for a week. Give me a fucking break, man. Wow. So, you know, and here's the thing. Like, my kids are six and four, very soon to be, well, the, the younger boys. Addie would be fine, but the younger boys, six and four soon to be seven and five. And you know, they would probably do fine for even a two hour movie, especially this animated superhero movie. If we just kind of got to the movie, but mm-hmm. the problem is there's 10 trailers, a short film by guys who made a Coca-Cola short film, uh-huh. uh, a couple of advertisements about popcorn. Like we're already at the, Fucking theater! We already got it's popcorn,
0: awful. dude. I'm, it's awful. I'm sitting me here furious. for
1: forty minutes. By the time the movie actually starts, my four year old has lost all interest and is mm-hmm. obsessed with the buttons for his recliner. Weed woo, weed woo. I I can only give him so many death glares before people are gonna start like. Hey dude, chill out. Where I'm leaning over there, going I'm not swearing at my kid. I don't swear at my kid. But uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm sitting over there going stop pushing the button, I'm gonna <sighs> uh, So by the time we actually and, and the movie it moves at a movie pace. It it's not a doesn't move at a kid's movie pace, it moves at a adult kind of movie pace where you got some Spider Man action up front and then you know we get to some storytelling. My kid's been sitting in the theater for an hour by the time, by the time, you know, we're 15 minutes into this movie. He's been here an hour. Like, he's done. Like, you lost it. And I know that they're just trying to sell us on the next Mm -hmm. project that they want us to bring the kids to. But guess what? You bored my kid so much getting to that point. I'm not taking my kid to the theater the next time. I don't give a shit what trailer's up there. We're not going. Mm -hmm. It's, it's. You are preaching to the choir, dude. I. Hollywood. Hollywood. It's counterproductive. You're not doing anybody any good. You yeah. are costing yourself money. Trim it the shit down. Give me two trailers and let's get on with it. I don't need the student Coca-Cola short film in Spider Verse. Like, yeah. dumbasses. Yeah. I mean, if you had trimmed that thing down, I might take my kids to see it more than once because the movie was fucking great. Yeah. It was fantastic. I'm not. Ki- I said it on Facebook. There were they invented colors in this movie. I have never my eyeballs could barely keep up with the action. I've heard a lot of people say that, like some of the action was so vibrant and almost like, ah, uh, don't go see it. If you, the flashy lights give you seizures. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. it's legit, but I kind of liked the overload, the sensory overload. It was beautiful. It was so freaking beautiful. And if I'm not mistaken, I didn't know this till I was there. I think this is Lord Miller. The guys that did Lego movie. Oh, I, really? think, I think they were heavily involved in this in some capacity. Interesting. The, movie, the movie was fantastic. I don't know much about Miles Morales' Spider-Man. He was one of the other world Spider-Mans. He's this okay. uh, uh, black Latino kid who becomes Spider-Man even younger than Peter Parker. And this has a lot of the other world Spider-Men in it, obviously Spider-Verse. So there's Gwen Stacy Spider-Man. There's Peter Parker Spider-Man who dies in the first opening scene. Then there's other Peter Parker Spider-Man who's like 40s and old and divorced and fat. And there's... Peter Porker, who's a pig. Spider-Man, oh. Spider-Pig. They bring it all in, but they do it in such a way that it makes sense. There's Spider-Man Noir, who's black and white and set in the thirties and voiced by Nicolas Cage. Brilliant. It was, it was <laughs> brilliant. I loved it. I loved this movie. And guess what? Your kids are going to love this movie too. Uh, but for fuck's sake, watch it at home or yeah. go 25 minutes late to the theater. It is obnoxious. I, Maslin, dude. Maslin, uh, Tinseltown is usually where they have, they're crazy with the trailers. Not Maslin. Maslin will have a couple, but not this time, man.
0: I, no, I'm not, not for kidding. a kids movie when they know that kids are going to get rest. I don't, I don't know why they do it. I know they're, like you said, they're trying to sell. Oh, damn. Can we go see Secret Life of Pets too? It's like, maybe. Let's see how this trip goes.
1: And, you know, honestly, with Holden with the six-year-old, he's fine. He can hang in there. But I'm not kidding, dude. I, that there was 40 minutes left in that movie and all I... Ee- <laughs> ee- as the kid is reclining his recliner back for the 10th time. Like, mm-hmm. knock it off. Oh, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just not quite there yet. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is. Anyway, the movie was fantastic. I highly recommend. There are a lot of people saying... Uh, but their favorite superhero movie, there are a lot of people saying their favorite Spider-Man movie. I, yeah, I wouldn't really argue anybody either of those positions. I don't think it quite was for me, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. And by the time it was done, knowing very little, next to nothing about Miles Morales Spider-Man, the climax, I, I was getting choked up. I loved it. It was so exciting. Not choked up in like, oh, this is sad, but beautiful. Choked up in like, um, coming of age, he takes the leap of faith and it mm. is like one of the most electric action moments of, of 2018. It was just holy shit. Like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It was
0: uh, thumbs up. Awesome. Good. I'm, I can't wait to watch that at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> is it is suitable for kids. Like,
1: I, for the most part, I mean, there's some flashy stuff and there's some, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's always different with different kids of what's scary or not, because uh, one Peter Parker does die. early. I don't think in this entire movie we actually saw, like, I I don't know what the actual name is. Earth One. I just say Earth One Peter Parker. Uh, the okay. Peter Parker that we all know and love, I don't think he's in this movie. Hmm. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, it does. Well, okay. I think, kind of. <laughs> well, there's a multiverse, there's a million different Earths, and they all have a different Peter Parker and or Spider-Man, whatever, and... The one that we all know and love, I don't think was in this movie.
0: Okay. Back to you. Okay, I've got one more theatrical movie and then I thought that, well, then we'll go from there. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns. This was our Christmas movie. Went to the theater to watch this. I almost canceled uh, and returned our tickets that we had pre-ordered because the kids were being terrible. Uh, I will say that because of what you just talked about, uh, we actually tried to time it out to where we ended up at the theater. I actually called the theater and said, hey, what time does Mary Poppins at 5.30 or what, whatever the time it was, what time does it actually start? Oh, well, it actually starts at six whatever. 5.30, yeah. then 6 o'clock at least. Yeah, and so they're like, that's when all the that's when everything's done. I'm like, yeah, 25 minutes or so, 30 minutes, whatever. So we timed it out to where we got there like five minutes before. And sure enough, like we got our seats there was one preview left, and then the movie started so and we had we had reserved our seats. it was sold out it was packed packed uh but that was the po- well that was a positive the kids were Lucas was kind of sick, and they were just be- behind on sleep. they'd been on vacation and they just they were just they were awful that day like I'm like, why are we rewarding you with this going to see a movie, but I had already bought the tickets, so it is what it is. The movie itself, Mary Poppins returns um everything about the movie I thought was great. I, it has this magic Disney feel that so many of those Disney movies are like. Uh, Emily Blunt is fantastic as Mary Poppins. The song, the songs are great. The storyline is, it's just a magical Disney movie. It's hard to explain until, unless you know those types of movies, it's, try to pull out your heartstrings a little bit it's not overdone it's never overdone uh but the story they never the storyline never gets too terribly deep it's just about a dad and his kids and this you know the dad needs to find the magic again and mary poppins is there to lead the way and it's the songs are so a catchy. tale of erectile dysfunction yeah oh, exactly it's Shove the fingers up the butthole. Um, wait, what does that have to do with the that's, Oh, that's I prostate I don't stuff. know. I don't know. Yeah, I, that was,
1: <laughs> I, if we got an intimate glimpse into Eugene's personal life. Oh, on. wow. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wait,
0: that's prostate stuff. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, Merry well, Prostate Returns. Okay. Welcome to the 40-plus show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, how My, many times did you pee last night? Uh, <laughs> well, once a... T- <laughs> I was, that was rhetorical. It was rhetorical. Oh, okay. Because I could tell you. Yeah. It was several at least. Um. So, two hours and ten minutes, that's the big drawback. This is a kid's movie, and it's a long one. It's It goes on for too long, but... I, at home, it would be even much better, I think, because you can split the movie up into maybe two nights or two sittings or just have a break. But as it is, it's great. And I will say this. This is the nerd Eugene coming out here. I think that Mary Poppins, I think that she's a Slytherin in the Harry Potter world. Uh, because Slytherins are, uh, there's, like if you know the whole, I can't believe I'm getting into this. Uh, I, I think she's a Slytherin. Anyway, that's it. Big thumbs up.
1: Oh, all she actually right. acts, she acts like I don't a know soul. what to do well, with that
0: information. She's not very lovable, but she's magical. I think magical. she's a fucking Autobot. What do you think about that? <laughs> hmm, I uh, she has a bit of Decepticon in her, actually. I That's think. true. She just shows yeah.
1: up and wards she shows off up and evil. yeah, and
0: all of a sudden turns into a big gun then a tank and yeah, it's <laughs> then flies away in her umbrella and gives you gives you medicine
1: with sugar now go to sleep children it's called nyquil here in the real world where we're not animated and (laughs) she floats off in the umbrella roll credits yep where's your babysitter she floated away on the winds yeah and Mm -hmm. yeah she had a bottomless carpet bag
0: (laughs) she was great in this movie oh she was so awesome uh and that's coming from the guy that yeah he uh, I'm not going to go there. I was just going to bring up multiple Vinegar Syndrome, but I'm like, no, you know what? No, just putting certain movies into the context of Mary Poppins is just, it's wrong on several <laughs> levels. Oh, you're fine. I was... I'm not interested in yeah. Mary Poppins. I... Eh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, my wife loved it. It was just... And thats and I think to me that's some of the reason why I liked it so much too is because I, I saw how much she loved it. Same with the Christmas movie. Uh, Christmas Chronicles. I'm like... There's, you know, we watched a movie last night, uh, House with Clocks in Its Walls, which I don't think we have time to review tonight. But she, I could, she, it was okay. But it's something about when I when she really likes a movie, it just makes me like it all the more because it's, eh, it's kind of sometimes rare that we both you know can really. Anyway, yeah, bad, 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 bad.
1: Go no, go ahead. Move us into the next one.
0: And this okay. will be the last one of the night. Okay. Um, so on Christmas Day, Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, pops up on Netflix. I'm like, you know what? This is the one movie that I didn't see in the theater, and I haven't had a chance to buy it on Blu-ray. And I just honestly, I haven't really been interested in it because the world is getting so big, the MCU is getting so big, and I'm like, oh man, the last Avengers movie was kind of so-so, if I remember correctly, Age of Ultron. If you're being kind, yeah. And but my, my wife was like, oh, we should. We, it's on Netflix. We should watch it. And. So we did, and um, oh boy, I watched it twice in the time span of literally like two days. I watched it back to back almost because the first time I'm like, what am I missing here? I don't quite get uh, stones, and there's so much backstory going on that I literally, but I'm like, this is really, really good. To where I watched, other than the first like maybe 20, 25 minutes, I watched the whole movie again. Just, I'm like, "I, I, I need to know what's going on here uh i still have questions and i think i kind of know what's going on but there's so many parts and pieces from literally every other marvel movie and i'm sure that ant-man is somewhere in there too but i'm uh, there's so many questions that i kind of have uh, but i still quite liked this movie and i appreciate that they crammed so many characters in this movie and it what felt like a brief two and a half hour runtime. Uh, this thing went for it. I mean, go 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 go. Uh, but yeah, it, it's over almost overwhelming uh, with what was on screen. I I'm curious. What, I know that you've talked about it before, but there I've kind of laid it out on the table. Your thoughts?
1: Okay, so where? Let's start with your questions. You you mentioned the stones a few times. Do you want me to break down the stones for you and how well, they fit so, into the MCU, or where do you want yeah, to start? Yeah, I mean, I, I watch this again. This is my third viewing because okay. uh, it popped on Netflix. I was like, "Fuck it, I want to watch this again." Go ahead. What questions do
0: you have? Well, okay, so obviously, Asgard and the Thor universe tie in heavily with this and the stones or whatever. And I think I, I'm trying to figure out where all the different stones come from. Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor. Okay. I got, I got it for you right here. Okay. The Stones are, are they've been all throughout
1: all of the MCU, starting pretty much at the beginning. Not quite at Iron Man beginning, but very quickly they kind of have been almost like sneaking them in. They, they've they been in the MCU the whole time, but they haven't quite told you that they've been in the MCU the whole time. For example, do you remember in the beginning of Infinity War, he gets the Tesseract from uh Loki, the, the blue cube? Who's he? Thor? Wait, Loki, Thanos, Thanos gets the. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha, you're okay. Where the stones come from. Thanos gets the blue, the tesseract from Loki. Okay? That was in. Captain America The First Avenger that Red Skull was using that to make different weapons now when was the last time you saw Captain America The First Avenger years right years yeah years well, well, how would you remember that unless you're a dork like me who watches these movies 15 <laughs> times I don't expect you to remember that that's not weird it's okay I would have had no idea okay okay well he had, uh, the Red Skull had that blue cube and in the end it tossed him into space and he just was gone remember uh, vaguely
0: yeah, I think he's in this right yeah he, yeah, okay, I, I, which I, was one of my
1: favorite parts of the whole movie. I was like, thank you, because he's not dead. I said that at the first Avenger, he's not dead, he'll come back. Uh, the Uh Now, that was the Tesseract, that was the Space Stone, that was in Thor, Captain America, and the Avengers. At the beginning of the first Avengers movie, they are trying to use that to, for whatever means to harness power, and boom, Loki comes through it, because it opened a portal. That's the Tesseract, okay? Okay. That's one of the stones. In the very beginning of uh, Infinity War, Thanos crushes it and picks out the stone, and okay. there you go. There's one. Uh, next up was the Mind Stone. That was in the Chitari Scepter, otherwise known as the Loki Pokey Stick, where in Avengers, Loki has this scepter, and he pokes people, and then they do things for him, and it had a glowy gem in it. Yes, I remember that. That's okay. one of the stones, okay? That was in the Avengers, Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron, Civil War. That So... Even if it's just in the background, it was in there. Uh, next up, the one that everybody forgets is the Aether from the Thor 2 the Dark World. There was this red mist crap that they, com- they filtered they down and it, it's one of the, it's the reality stone. That's one of the okay. stones that he got. It was kept in nowhere in the Collector's Museum. That's where he went and got it. Are we talking Loki or the, ba-
0: the bad guy from Thanos. The Thor? Thanos, Thanos went Thanos. and got it
1: in the Collector's Museum. The, oh, and the Shatari the Scepter Stone? That was uh, the, the Vision Stone, the Mind okay. Stone. Next Wait, up, w- wasn't is uh, isn't okay? Well, uh, that came I, I know, that came from the... the scepter in Avengers okay. Two. That I believe it came from the scepter. Thor somehow. I've I've watched Ultron tw- three times now, and I still can't retain that movie because I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, next up was the Power Stone, Guardians of the Galaxy, the purple orb end. No human yep. could touch it. Peter Quill did. Turns out he's not entirely human. Went to Nova Corps for protection. He got that one, too. Uh, next up was the Time Stone. Doctor Strange was in the yep. Eye of Agamotto. And lastly was the Soul Stone, which nobody had ever seen or knew anything about until this movie. So right there is all six stones. They've all been sprinkled throughout the MCU, and they have been following this path and this plan for over a decade. <sighs> And there, it it th- that's why this movie is so good and so important is because it brought it all. We've all been heading here. And here's the thing. If you sit down, you don't have to watch every single movie in the MCU. But if you go watch the ones that are just focused around the these stones, it's like I told you in texting. It's like a season of a TV show. And it's mm. you get to the final the season finale and it all makes sense. It's like, oh, this is where we've been headed the whole time. I get it. The only problem is that this season of this TV show has been going on for over a decade. So mm-hmm. unless you're a super comic, book, comic book dork like me, you watched of uh, the first Avenger 10 years ago. You didn't yeah. watch it last week. So yeah. you wouldn't even have thought anything about, oh, Loki brings out this blue cube out of nowhere. You're like, what the fuck is that? I don't, okay, yeah. whatever. It's a magic thing. No, that's been in in several of the movies. It just—I I don't expect you to retain that information. You—you you kept yeah. saying, "I'm just a dumbass." I don't. No, 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 no. You—you no. You would literally have to go sit down and watch one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies. You go watch ten of the of the MCU. That's not even all the MCU. Yeah. You and, those, on... and those are like two to two and a half hours long each. Yeah. Pretty much. You go watch those ten and then finish it off with Infinity War, oh. you'll be right on the same page. you would be like, I got this shit down cold, son. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, too. Like, I just rewatched watched uh, Black Panther, because that's on Netflix, too. And yep. I started Infinity War with the wife when that hit. And then she was like, well, I want to go to bed, but I want to watch this. And I'm like, okay, go to bed. I guess I'm watching Black Panther, because I've got to get my MCU on. And it was only my second viewing, and we both were like, yeah, it's good. I don't know why everybody's yeah. having a shit fit about it, but it's good. Well, the second viewing... I really fully understand why people are having a shit fit about that movie. It's really fucking good. And it's an origin story, which we've seen a million times, but it's a different origin story. It's not... Hang with me here, because I know this is going to sound ridiculous. It's not Bruce Wayne, uh Tony Stark, I'm already a billionaire, my daddy died, now I need mm. to become Black Panther. Whether his dad died or not was irrelevant, he would have been Black the next Black Panther anyway. That was... It was a bit of the catalyst for him get it becoming Black Panther, but it was not the overall catalyst. Like, he would have been Black Panther anyway one day when his dad passed away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, or, it, what's the other one? I got hit by radiation, or I'm an alien, or, you know, any of the other origin stories. It doesn't fall into any of those things. It is different. It's unique. Mm-hmm. And... I, it was, man, I really enjoyed that the second time around. I mean, I really enjoyed it the first time, but the second time I was like,
0: okay, yeah, this is, this is the shit. Now, that, and speaking of Black Panther, that one there, um, the only way that that really ties in with Avengers is because of the technology that they have to extract the stone from Vision, correct? Otherwise, there's no other major reason for them to be there? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, quite possibly, but... I mean, they were involved as far as uh, Winter Soldier was there. Oh, that's right, yeah,
0: Winter Soldier, that's right. They were helping
1: him with his arm problem. He got a new arm, and the rabbit wanted it, and... (laughs) Yeah, 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 the rabbit. Hilarious. There's some great, great one-liners in this movie. There is. I still have a couple of issues with the movie. It's, It's worlds better than part two, but I still have some issues, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy are too dumb uh they play up the romance between I I gotta watch Guardians two again, but between Peter Quill and Gamora. Yeah, it's like they they're do. super duper in love. It's like when did that happen? I didn't yeah, I don't remember you're... that from part two. But I gotta go watch that. I've only seen that once. Uh what else? The Snap. Now we're getting into spoilers, people. If yeah. you haven't seen this one, spoiler spoiler. I feel like it would have paid off or it would have played more emotionally if they had done a little less A-list characters. And focused more on the B characters because it was like, you guys already have announced sequels mm-hmm. for Spider-Man and for Black Panther and those movies made a billion dollars or whatever. There's no way you're canceling those franchises. You, I'm seeing mit- that you're almost done filming those movies and it's like, oh, they're gone. No, they're fucking not. Yeah. Come on. So it, it stole a lot of the weight. It's going to come back. I, even with the naming of the next, of part uh Avengers 4 Endgame what does doctor strange say of the however many millions of future possibilities yeah, he looked just, into just one <laughs> just one and then when uh uh iron man's like what's going on he says well we're in the what now we're in the end game so we're in the one vision that doctor strange saw and it's all going to work out
0: yeah, so we win. It's like <laughs> I already know this. Like uh, now, it, where do we go from like after this next Avengers movie? Uh,
1: that's it, the big question. Nobody knows because yeah. somebody's gonna die in this next Avengers, and the big argument is: is it gonna be Cap or is it gonna be Iron Man because mm-hmm. of Civil War and everything? Yeah, is it gonna be both? It could very well be both. And some people are like, "Well, it's gonna be Tony Stark because they can't keep paying him." And well, dude, Tony uh, or Robert Downey said he'd play it forever. I. I think it I think personally, I think it's going to be Cap. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, at the end of when he wrapped up his filming, he was like, thanks everybody. I love playing Captain America. As in, he's never doing it again. Like, uh, hello. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> it could very well be Iron Man too. It could be both of them. It could be nobody. It could be neither. But yeah. I can only look at, you know, you guys have these movies that you're announcing fucking 10 years in advance. And I don't see any Captain America movies on the horizon, and I haven't heard anything more about Iron Man, and...
0: Yeah. Now, another quick thing is uh, the the little stinger after the credits. Uh, I did a little... Because I'm like, okay, so... What was um, that? Nick Fury... Oh, he, yeah, 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 That's Captain yeah, Marvel. Mar- Captain Marvel, which comes out in March. Yep. Uh, that's going to be an origin story from what I hear, but I... So, uh, do you have any idea how that's going to play into this? Because it's almost like, oh, this is our savior right here. Is I gotta call in Captain Marvel, and then boom, done. I'm like, all right. I don't
1: know how it's going to play in, but yeah, that's your savior. I mean, she's Marvel's Superman kind of. And I, I mean, if you watch that Captain Marvel trailer, she's off world an awful lot. So it would be very understandable for her to be just off world, and I don't know, she escaped the snap. I guess. Yeah. Uh mm. I rented. I guess we'll get into this real quick since we're in the uh, neck deep into it but ant man the wasp we watched yeah. last night and it was good I give it a thumbs up I'll need to watch it again did you didn't want did you watch it I haven't did, had a chance to know did you watch the stinger at the end
0: uh, no I did not I told you to do that before the show <laughs> sir <That's, laughs> I is it where he rings a doorbell no okay that's then... that's the infinity
1: war endgame trailer okay. Uh, I'm going to give you the stinger at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. So everybody, spoilers, Ant-Man and the Wasp, a little bit of spoilers. This doesn't uh, really affect Ant-Man and the Wasp of the movie, but it affects Avengers. So at the end of the movie, uh, that's uh, the post-credit stinger, he has to go down to the quantum zone to collect some energy in some science tube or some shit. And they're going to, he's going to go down there, he's going to open the tube, he's going to collect the thing, and then they're going to bring him right back. It's gonna be okay. Well, he goes down there and mic check, mic check, one two, one two. Yep, we're good. Okay, okay, I've collected our bullshit science energy. Um, Okay, good deal. I'm ready to come back. Okay, Uh, hello. So he's stuck in the quantum realm, and it goes back to regular world, and everybody is ashes. Mm. So it fits so, in with Thanos and the Snap. The reason that Ant-Man didn't get hit is because he was in the Quantum Realm. Okay. Or maybe it was just probability. Whatever the case may be, Ant-Man didn't get hit. And that, Which, that, that's why this movie fit in so well with it, uh, Infinity War. It was like, oh, holy shit, now I see where we are in the timeline. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah.
0: Well, and even with the trailer for Endgame, like, there is that, ant-Man ringing the doorbell yeah like, oh okay so obviously but at the whatever, end of this movie
1: they leave him trapped in the quantum zone there's no no way out I was so it, yeah. it is a, a spoiler surprise that he showed up in that trailer they shouldn't have fucking done it you <laughs> shouldn't have done that I mean that was a really cool reveal that you should have saved for the movie itself yeah
0: but that's how trailers are cut nowadays spoiler, that's the way spoilers, the MCU
1: man. operates these days it's yeah. it, oh you didn't watch this movie opening weekend spoiler for something that comes out in six months
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I so obviously everything revolves around the stones and I'm sure that there's a lot more that we could talk about with, you know, the origins of the stones, but that and I'm sure like Tony Stark's dad, that I'm sure that that's got to play into it somehow with that multibillionaire and the whatever, right? I I feel like Tony Stark's dad, yeah, he was involved
1: because of uh the Tesseract or whatever or the, I don't know. I don't know if he got his hands on that yet, but he was certainly around all of that stuff because he started the super soldier serum which made Captain yeah. America well Captain America went to fight the uh, Red Skull with the Tesseract and it, yeah so they've kind of been bouncing around all of these stones throughout all of this like a big season of a TV
0: show dude yeah very cool I'm impressed I I mean I, I there's the kind of the, the MCU kind of goes up and down for me. Some of them are better, obviously, some of them are better than others, but I'm not as big of a comic book movie guy, but I really do appreciate what they've done for so long now. I mean, the first Iron Man came out in, what, 2008? That's like over 10 years old now. So yep. it's impressive. It is. Uh,
1: real quick on Ant Man the Wasp, since we already started talking about it, I'll review that one real quick and we'll be done. Okay. Uh, but I quite enjoyed it. Again, my kids were running amok for the first half, so it was hard to. Really focus. I, I, it's like a three day rental, so I should try and watch it again. I really did quite enjoy it, even though the physics of that, that world doesn't ever really hold up. They're like, when you're tiny, but you still have the power of a, of a big six foot strong man. But at the same time, I shrink down a whole building and walk away with it like it's a piece of luggage. Well, physics says that if that's the case, then the building would still weigh the same as the fucking building, and you wouldn't, yeah, you just gotta suspend this belief a little bit. I thought it was a really good move by Peyton Reed to only have... I think there's only one scene where the guy is retelling a story. It worked so well in the first movie, and it was hilarious, and did it like two or three times. Mm-hmm. He only did it once this time. I thought that was a good move. Don't overdo it. Don't overdo yeah. it with your comedy. Uh What else? I, the number one thing I appreciate about Ant-Man 1 and 2 is that they're contained movies. They're contained adventures. It's not giant villain out to destroy half of all people on all planets it's not giant villain out to destroy the earth it's not giant villain out to destroy san francisco these are just some people trying to steal some tech to make some money it's it, seriously it's not even a city threatening event and i thank you i and it still works i appreciate that not everything needs to be a world ending yeah. cataclysmic thing. and that's Spider-Man was kind of like that too, right? I mean, I forget what... Uh, the, what I, th- Ma- I feel like the city was threatened. Yeah, Michael Keaton's character was the bad guy. Uh, I rewatched that movie too, but we'll get into that in t- another day. <laughs> okay. I have new thoughts on that one. We'll, we'll get okay. into that another time. But uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I give it a thumbs up and I look forward to watching it again. A I, I, I big shout out because you can... Uh, have made it contained. That makes me very happy and not, and, and that you can actually sit down and enjoy just kind of, oh, these are bad guys and I'm going to fight them. And it's not, the world is not hanging in the balance.
0: Yeah. So it's almost like a huge budget version of like maybe uh, the Daredevil show. Cause obviously the Daredevil is yes. in the MC. That is a part of this whole thing.
1: It is, but it's like, it's the minor league. Yeah. Like the, the, the Netflix shows reference the movies, but the movies don't reference the Netflix
0: shows. I think it would be cool if they would, because I think Daredevil is a well-known enough character that I think it would be cool if there would be something with Matt Murdock in there, but, nah.
1: I don't disagree, and you might see that, but part of that comes with the transition of everything to Disney. Like, they're starting Mm. their streaming service now? Yeah, that's right. And everybody's like, why are they canceling these awesome Marvel shows on Netflix? It's like, well, because Disney is starting their streaming service, and everything's going to be under there. And everybody's like, well, there's no way that Disney will make this dark a show. You're right. They're probably going to reboot it. And it probably Mm. will be more PG-13-y. But they're not going to let Netflix have Marvel shows. when They're starting their own streaming service. Come on. Duh. Wow. So that's what, Jessica Jones, Punisher. uh, Punisher season two comes out this month. hmm. But after that, don't be surprised when they're all getting, everybody's like, why are they canceling them? Everybody loves them. It's like, hey, dumbass. Disney. Streaming plus. Duh. Yeah. It's not that complicated.
0: Okay. Uh, Coming soon, sir. Um, Coming soon for me is I I have got a ton of Christmas gift movies that I plan on watching. Uh, The 4K remaster of Lucio Fulci's Zombie. Uh, I've got the uh, Django Arrow release that I'm probably going to watch then sell. (laughs) Uh, because uh, That's the one that uh, they... Had to cease and desist, and they had to quit selling it. Why are you going to sell it? Isn't that rare? It's very, very, very rare because it, I could probably net 150, 200 bucks for that thing. That's oh, okay, why. go uh, carry on, sir. Carry on. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, I love my Blu-rays, but <laughs> when you start singing one hundred fifty, two hundred dollars, I'm in. <laughs> um, but I'm going to watch it first. Uh, what else? Um, Evil Dead Part Two is on for a rewatch and um uh, i've got i dude it, the, the list it never ends it truly never does and there even amazon prime has got so many good movies and i'm starting to see some of like some rumblings of like this person might be nominated for best actor or best actress so even first reformed is on amazon prime and i've been really wanting to watch that because i heard ethan hawk is fantastic in it so there's a ton of stuff that i'm i'm itching to watch but i most of what i'll be talking about next week is i've already seen it it's already in the wings for reviewing if we do a full like review show next week
1: we'll we'll, uh, we'll do a lightning round but we'll extend it to like instead of three minutes we'll do like maybe five or something okay because I wonder if I couldn't get 20 VHS's done time. that's how long my list is
0: yeah I, I've got so much stuff here and some of the stuff I mean Polar Express like I've talked about these movies through the years and it's like it. yeah it's, it's whatever I don't need to talk about it again but I might
1: uh, probably uh, coming soon for me. I've been in more of a Blu-ray mood. I watched Drive Angry today. I'll review that at some point. Mm. I'm watching some more comic book movies. And what am I watching? Oh, Fahrenheit 451, the remake, uh, the HBO remake. Uh, I've been watching that and uh, Kingsman sequel. Yeah, Star Wars. I have bought seven Star Wars films on Blu-ray. Finally. So I'll probably be watching a lot of special features because I should watch the movies with the kids. Yeah, and they're the damn special editions, you mother. <laughs> uh, and a lot of VHS, as always.
0: Uh, okay, anything else you want to add for this episode? Um, I, if you can at all remind me, so I just I've got so many so many movies to review. I hope I don't forget this one. If you can remind me next week, Eugene, review Cry Wilderness from Vinegar Syndrome, just just so I don't forget. Okay, I, I, I'll tell you what.
1: You review that, and I'll review the brand new Mystery Science Theater version of a movie called Cry Wilderness. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, sir. You can go watch oh. that movie again on Mystery oh. Science Theater on Netflix. Did you, and you watched it, just so we're clear? I watched it. I don't remember much of it, but I'll rewatch watch it. I, that's kind of been my fall asleep material lately. Okay.
0: Okay, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, We'll get into that next week. (laughs) Oh, Paul, 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 Paul! I'm Eugene Weaver. I'm Paul. (laughs) See you next week. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod@yahoo.com. at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.